This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977. Uh, Tanner, I don't think you were even born back then, were you? Not quite, no. Speaking with Tanner Hoops, Voice of the Canaries, you're back. I'm back. Where have you been? So I've been up in Minneapolis. That's where I'm stationed during the off-season. That's kind of home base for me, you know, during the uh, Canaries off-season. My gig is with the University of Minnesota and the Golden Gopher Radio Network and really enjoy what I do up there, but... I had the opportunity. I'm really grateful to both sides for being able to make this work where I can come down here during the summers and uh, have an outlet here for baseball. I I know you're excited. We got some uh, new names a little bit this year. You start on this Thursday. We want to keep saying it. This Thursday is the opening night in the afternoon. What, about 3.30? Yeah, it's going to be a 4.05 first pitch. Gates will open about 3, and it's a great way to pregame with the concert across the street. You know, that kind of works out pretty well. A baseball game and a Kenny Chesney show. And I I think it should be a a good attraction for anybody interested. A lot of new faces on the roster this year, John. I know the the team has been down by a lot of people's standards, and uh, and a lot of people are wondering when Sioux Falls turns it around and starts to become uh, consistently successful ball club and you know there's a lot of optimism in the organization right now you know that we've got a a great ownership that's willing to invest in us and brought in uh players from all over the country and a couple of guys outside the the u.s to uh you know really bolster this roster of course there's going to be some familiar faces that are back jabari henry and wyatt ulrich you know those are uh, core staples of what we've been trying to build here lately but then you go get some guys with major league experience guys like darnell sweeney was just representing the british national team a couple of months ago you add all those guys in and you know we're really excited about what we're putting together especially in the offensive end now the players themselves did any of them go down to mexico this year you know, a few of them did. Uh, a couple of guys got the opportunity over in the Puerto Rican League. Uh, Mitchell Walters is a guy that kind of stepped in, was our uh, eighth, ninth inning reliever last year. And, you know, he uh, he got a really good opportunity down there with Ozzy Martinez. And um, I, I tell you that, I think uh, kind of expanded his role playing in the Winter League there to uh, maybe look at flirting with a starting role, being a rotation guy this year. We got a few guys that I think, you know, uh, are, are going to be set pieces that, you know, are going to be rotation guys. And a few others that I think have starter stuff um, that maybe we're looking to get a little bit of length out of. You know, guys have the velo. They can get up into the 90s with their fastball. Uh, but can they give you length? Can they give you five innings every five days or so? That's going to be one of the bigger questions, I think, that determines this team's success. I think we're going to hit the ball really darn well. I think this is going to be a typical Canaries team that uh, loves to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And the, and the key to us, uh, to our success, is going to be how do we pitch? You know, Can we get quality starts from our guys night in, night out? One of my favorite players uh, of old was Bob Moore. He's mm-hmm. on on your record sheet about uh, every other one. But uh, uh, any idea where, what he's doing now? Yeah, you know, a lot of the guys still keeping uh, contact mm-hmm. with Old Moore. He was before my time, but you know, he was just a feel good story, right? Going from uh, maybe the lowest ERA in the or the highest ERA in the league for qualified starters to the next year uh, breaking league records and being one of the greatest pitchers in Sioux Falls history. Um, so, you know, he, he he's a guy that still keeps in contact with a lot of these guys. You'd be surprised how many of those old names still get tossed around, guys, that, you know, everybody knows everybody in baseball. And that's that's one of the things I love about it. It's a community, and, you know, it, it's just really – uh, set apart from any other sport. I think every sport has its own community, but baseball's unique in in and of its own. Well, it, it's it's finally we can say <clears throat> summertime. It's been kind of cold here, but with the Canary starting on Thursday, it's going to feel like summer coming. And finally, I, I got to say, seventy five percent off all of the two thousand twenty two merchandise. 
today is the last day you can get 75% off. The special ends today. So you can go out to the birdcage today and buy some of last year's merchandise, 75% off. Pretty good deal. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. And you got some good promotions coming up. Uh, they've got their movie nights. Uh, I, I see everything from Kung Fu Panda, The Sandlot, Scooby-Doo the movie, uh, uh, quite a few others coming down the line. Uh, you've got a yoga thing coming up that have you, have you checked that out yeah a little bit you know uh I, I don't know i'm not a big yoga guy i'm sure we have a few listeners that are but uh it's kind of taken off in this area it seems like ever since the jackrabbits went on and won their title you know uh coach stiggs talked about how he'd get the guys in there and do hot yoga my brother plays football here at augustana they've started doing it this year and i don't know maybe it's a fever that uh the sioux falls is kind of catching well you can get specials on the May sweets coming up because uh, they're they're still kind of open on, on that a little bit. But yeah, great yoga at the Birdcage will be uh, uh, something to check out. Uh, the movie bashes uh, and and the sales uh, uh, they've got goat yoga uh, at the Birdcage. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I'm <laughs> I'm as surprised as you are when we uh, find out yoga and. Yeah, maybe that's the name of the yoga people or whatever, but mm. uh, let's touch base yoga and market goat yoga uh, coming up. You can check that out at the Kinners. They've had a lot of things, you know, from everything from concerts in the, in the ball uh, field to, uh, uh, you know, they got uh, college night, they got Saturday night fever night, Mother's Day, school's out, uh, pride night, they've got uh, world softball night. What is that? Yeah, so uh, we uh, get a chance to look at some of the uh, softball players that we've got because, you know, there's a relationship with baseball and softball in those communities, and they kind of merge a little bit. And, you know, it's just a way to kind of promote uh, their sport as well and, you know, uh, give them a little bit of the spotlight. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of what we're all trying to do with each other is grow each other's game, grow our own game, and, you know, build a brand. And uh, when you invest into sports that maybe get overlooked, and I think softball sometimes does, um, you know, you build that brand, and when you invest in it, it's amazing to see how far it can go. Faith and Family Night, uh, Daycare Night, uh, that's when all the kids have different colors, T-shirts. It's kind of amazing. Frontline Workers Night, uh, Military Appreciation Night, uh, Father's Day, Ladies Night, of course, uh, Cancer Night, the Great Outdoors Night, Beer Fest Night, coming up July 8th. I'll give you the date on that. Uh, Christmas, uh, <laughs> you got Christmas Eve in July. And they bring the heat night in August, of course, the Kingpin night. I'm just going down. You got a St. Paddy's Day night, August 18th. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. You know, it's one of my favorite holidays. Of course, it doesn't line up with baseball season. So it's fun to be able to see it, um, you know, celebrated, at least get a chance to do it. Christmas is kind of in the same boat. I just got to tip the cap to our promotions team. You know, we have a fantastic front office from uh, from Dual Higby, our general manager, Brian Jamros, our president. To, uh, to Whitney and Allie and John Gaskins and, you know, a lot of people that maybe work behind the scenes and wrongly don't get the credit they always deserve. Well, to finish it, you got Top Gun Night, Kids Night, Celebration of Cultures, Fan Appreciation Night, and so on and so forth. You can look on the calendar. You can print out the calendar on your webpage. Just go to, you know, Google Canaries as Sioux Falls. But uh, one thing a lot of people probably don't know is you have a Canaries Chapel. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, Corey Camp is our uh, chaplain. He does a fantastic job with that. He also uh, does a lot of work with the Stampede and uh, a couple other organizations in town. But Corey is awesome. He's been here probably 12, 15 years or so. He's long out-tenured me and about anyone else in the organization. But, um, yeah, he's uh, getting the guys together. And, you know, uh, for about 30 minutes or so, uh, every Sunday game, whether we're home or on the road, you know, this is kind of league-wide. Uh, the players that, you know, it, it's difficult when you uh, try to balance your faith life. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people, myself included, that's important. And uh, 
Um, you want to have that kind of opportunity where it doesn't always allow for you to uh, play professional baseball and get to a traditional church or a sanctuary, wherever it may be that you worship. And uh, Corey does a great job getting that together, getting some lesson plans and maybe even a souvenir or two. I got a really cool coin from him last year. So, uh, no, he he does a fantastic job with that. It's really cool to see that offered here and uh, in league-wide as a whole. Well, what's it like to be a ball player? Because you play a hundred or so games, and yourself, too, you're, you're basically here or on the bus. And uh, how do you live? I mean, now there's some family that sponsors some of the guys? Yeah, we've uh, got some host families lined up for a few other guys. Uh, we're staying at a team housing complex, and... Uh, you know, we it's a fun lifestyle. It really is. You get to know each other so well playing 100 games in, what, 115 days, something like that. There's really not much of a break. Uh, you're just at the ballpark or on the road with these guys, and you get really close over the course of the season. As cliche as it is or what you might see in a baseball movie, it's real. You know, you get to know these guys really well. And for me personally, that's one of the biggest uh, things that I love about baseball more than anything else. I'm a storyteller. A guy, when, I, when I'm on air, I love to make it about the athlete, make them more than a jersey number. You know, I like to tell stories about them, uh, learn their hobbies and their likes, dislikes, their pets, family background, things like that. And um, that's just one of the things I pride myself on. Um, baseball allows me, the, the setup that we have here, that allows me to do that, I feel like, better than uh, with any other any other organization. Speaking with Tanner Hoops, uh, the voice of the Canaries, and last year, you know, you did a great job in, in your, with the uh, uh, Minneapolis team. Uh, I keep, I'm getting old. The golfers. The, yeah, the golfers. Is there any similarities between, you know, hockey and, and uh, baseball and, and uh, the players a little bit, isn't there? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they all have their own cultures, and they're, mm-hmm. they're separate from each other in that sense. But there is a culture, and there is a structure to, to everything when you get right down to it. And there's so many connections, I feel. I almost feel like it's a suburb here of Minneapolis a little bit. You know, we've got a lot of ties, uh, uh, you know, between here and there, and... Um, you know, it's a really nice second home for me. I love coming down here to Sioux Falls. I grew up not too far from the area, and it's just it's a city that uh, continues to build on itself, and, do, and it does so the right way. It's really, really uh, fun to come down here. Did you find yourself picking up a little uh, Canadian slang? A little bit, yeah. I noticed my O's are getting longer the more I stay up there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I get a little bit of that up there, no doubt. Well, you'd be surprised how many uh, Canadians are here in Sioux Falls, yeah. uh, believe it or not. Now, jobs is something that maybe uh, people wouldn't expect us to be talking about, but uh, it is early, and uh, they have jobs available opportunities right now at, at the ballpark. They have uh, concessions. Now, you can be age 14 uh, at the uh, you know for the concessions, and uh, uh, they need a, a lead cook. That's got to be twenty one. But uh, they also need uh, bartenders, suite attendants, uh, party deck attendants. Uh, you can be fourteen on that, by the way. Uh, custodians. Uh, so if you're looking for some work and you you want to hang around the the ballpark, uh, you can contact the Canaries on that too. Uh, like I said, promotions, movies, uh, uh, you know, jobs, uh, but sunshine. And the ballpark. Now, the ballpark is kind of arranged a little bit that uh, the setting of the sun does affect it a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah, it's not as bad as uh, some places I've been to, but every once in a while you get there. That's, that's part of baseball, the natural outdoor elements. Did you get to some of the ball uh, ball uh, venues uh, over the weekend, over the uh, winter? Yeah, a little bit. I did get a chance to go over and see a few different places, you know, and, and a lot of it makes you appreciate what we have here in the American Association. You know, we've got quality ballparks uh, in and out, and 
you know, but sometimes it's nice to go down and, you know, just check out a high school game, kind of see how those are going around, uh, see a lot of college baseball and just, you know, it gives you a deeper appreciation for the facilities and what you have. And I, I'm, I'm somebody who likes to take things from everywhere, whether that's in my, uh, my broadcast role, um, just things that I like and try to bring it all together and, you know, kind of make a vision for myself, uh, maybe even for a ballpark, you know, and, um, you know, who knows what that's going to look like here in a few years for the birds. Well, you've only been back a few days, but is there anything new at the ballpark that they'll see on Thursday? You know, we're still in the process of getting a few things up and running, uh, a few new things that, you know, we've got uh, some upgrades that are being installed right now as far as the outfield walls, uh, the dugouts, uh, things like that. We're doing a little more with the uh, the season ticket holder, the club areas, and uh, extending those a little bit over toward the dugouts. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for that. The suites are looking fantastic. And again, we, we mentioned those uh, those deals that are going on through May. We'd love to get people out there, you know, uh, with the concert uh, here coming up on Thursday for opening day. What better way? Well, let's, let's uh, hope Kenny Chesney's listening. Maybe he can uh, throw the first pitch. <laughs> but uh, uh, you never know. Yeah, For sure. You never know. Um, but the uh, the ballpark is, like I say, situated. you, you got hotels nearby. You've got uh, uh, access to a lot of the city. The city does have quite a history of baseball, too, uh, with the BFW and the Legion. Uh, those are going pretty strong, still. Absolutely. No, this is a fantastic area down here. We've got the high school uh, state tournaments are about to get going here, and, uh, and we'll host a few of those over at our place. But Legion Ball down here is something that I never really grew up with growing up in Iowa. You know, it's the only state in, in the Union that plays summer high school baseball between uh, May, July. So Legion's just not a thing down there, and I get exposed to that. Uh, when I go to Minnesota, where town ball is such a big thing, and uh, and then down here, Legion is a big thing. Um, so it's something I'm still kind of picking up as I go along with. Uh, but but it's really cool to see how the structure is of it. There's a baseball market here. There's absolutely an appetite, and uh, you know I'm hoping that uh, this is the team that we can help uh, kind of turn around and make Sioux Falls a consistent winner in that aspect. Well, a lot of the small towns still have teams for sure, and uh, you know, like I say. It doesn't matter the economy. They still need to go out and have some fun on the weekend. And uh, the, uh, you know, everything from JC groups or whichever service clubs and that type of thing, there's a, there's, a, there's always somewhat of a team uh, going on. In, in, uh, they make it a big deal. You know, Friday night at a small town, the whole town turns out for, for sure. some of those games. Yeah, absolutely. And some of those players have come from those teams in the past, too, in the Canaries. Now, the association, are there some new teams or some teams that uh, left the league this last year? So we're going to have all 12 teams back, and it's mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we could say that where nobody's been subtracted or we haven't added a couple of teams. Expansion, I think, is absolutely in the cards, uh, could be on the table here in the next couple of years. Uh, but we're going to go into this season with the same amount of teams and the same group of teams as we did the previous season. It's been a long time since the association could say that. Now, are you somewhat of a minor league, uh, you know, that goes up to a major league type connection at all? So we're uh, technically an independent organization. We're not with affiliated ball, but we are partners of Major League Baseball. So uh, they have the uh, the funding, what have you. They they. Uh, help us out with a lot of gear equipment and stat tracking things like that in exchange they uh, test out some of the rules changes what have you on leagues like this us the atlantic league and then even a few of the others like the uh, pioneer or frontier league um so we're not going to have anything too funky this year we are implementing the pitch clock that is coming here i know it's in major league baseball whether that's you know some people like it some people hate it i'm kind of a traditionalist i'm I have a little bit of hesitation to it, but you know it's it's the way the game is going right now, and uh, 
it's going to be a learning curve, I think, for a lot of people. For me, certainly, and uh, in my role, and you know, for the guys. So I'm uh, curious to see what that looks like, how that plays out this year. But it is coming. You know, we're going to get some of those changes you're seeing at the major league level that are uh, going to be part of us. Well, there's a lot of talk on speeding up the game, and uh, is that going to affect uh, our league at all? Yeah, it's possible. It, it really is. You know, we've had games that have gone three and a half hours long. We had one last year in Kane County, I think was two hours and seven minutes. And we're looking up, you know, in the record books to see is this, <laughs> uh, when's the last time this happened? And, uh, I, I know that that's kind of an emphasis. It's a point of emphasis. I don't know if it is as much in our league as it is at the major league level, but as a major league partner, uh, when they ask us to do this, you know, to, to, uh, somebody that can test this out on and you know we're not as much testing as uh, they've already implemented it before we've started um you know we we uh, we go with it because you know whether we like it or not that's the way the game is trending and for a lot of these guys you know they're looking to get that uh, that next step back maybe a few guys that were hurt that want to get their way back into affiliated ball maybe back up to the majors or some guys who never really felt like they got a fair shake uh, this is the best way that we feel like we can prepare them uh, for that you know getting getting on the same page and being uh, in concert with Major League Baseball. Speaking with Tanner Hoops, the voice of the Canaries, uh, were there any players that were injured last season that uh, it's kind of kept them out maybe coming back? You know, not really. We uh, we had our share of injuries last mm-hmm. year for sure, you know, and every team does. You know, we won't use it as an excuse, but uh, that really hasn't deterred many of the guys. You know, we got a lot of guys back from last year's season that we were excited about, and uh, we've shorn it up with a few different uh, guys who have played at uh, some of the highest levels of baseball that we're really happy with, and even thrown in a little bit of uh, going back to Town Bowl and some of the local connections, local guys, you know, Jordan Bart, the all-time hits leader at Augustana, uh, Tony Lanier played at Augie, was part of some really good teams there, a Harrisburg guy, and uh, we're happy to have him back this season. So I think we kind of get the best of all worlds, you know. We get some of the familiar faces, some local connections, and then some guys we're really excited we're bringing in this season that we feel can help us win. I was, you know, <clears throat> am amazed. You seem to know every name. You know how to pronounce them, uh, every team. How do you do that? I, I pride myself on my prep, John. I mean, mm-hmm. I, a lot of people I know will say the same thing, but – you know, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd in that sense is that I will spend a lot of time. You know, I just always make it my point. Nobody's ever going to out prep me. And uh, and it's it's just something that I've always kind of uh, kind of tried to hold myself to a standard to. What are some of the other teams to look out for this year? You know, Fargo's the defending champs, and they've got a couple of guys that played with us last year that, I don't know, may spark a little bit of a rivalry. We've got the Dakota border rivalry as it is, but, uh, you know, that one is always going to be one that people are uh, getting up for and excited about. They returned quite a bit of their pitching staff that was uh, easily the best in the league, in my opinion, last season and helped them get to that championship. So they're going to be a team to watch out for, for sure. Kansas City's always going to be up there. You know, they invest a lot into some of their guys there, and uh, they've got plenty of former major leaguers. Uh, Sioux City, for whatever reason, you know, they bring in guys that maybe get overlooked, and, and Steve Montgomery does a great job with them down there. Uh, they're always tough. And, you know, there, there's a few teams uh, out in the East that I think could be real contenders. Chicago's always willing to invest, and uh, Milwaukee's got a great ownership group. Cleburne made their run at the end of last season. They've got some... Uh, some dangerous pieces coming in with them, and we'll open with them here on Thursday. So we'll kind of get an idea here uh, uh, pretty early on where we stack up against some of the uh, some of the uh, top tiers, some would consider it. In talking to Tanner Hoops, the uh, voice of the Canaries, the, uh, are, are we playing in Texas this year? Yeah, yeah, we'll have uh, 
we'll, we'll see Cleburne twice this year. We will see them at the beginning of the seasons yeah. when they come here, and then we'll see them in the last series of the year when we go down there. We've got that trip coming up, at, and I, we didn't have one that was terribly long last season. This year, John, we're going Winnipeg to Cleburne, Texas. Oh, so my it's, God. It's going to be a while on the bus. Have you figured out the miles, hours on it? I'm scared to. To be honest with you, I'm scared to look that up. I thought getting up at 3 a.m. Winnipeg and to Cleburne, Texas. My God. Winnipeg to Cleburne. That's gonna be that's gonna be a brutal trip. That'll be on our last road trip of the season. Those seats in the bus aren't that wide. No, no. So you better get comfy or like who you're next to. But what's it like going across the border as a team in a team bus? Uh, you know, it, it's it's. Do you have to have a passport? Or? Yeah. So uh, we do. Uh, try to send a lot of stuff ahead of time, but we do have to go through screening, short passports, what have you. And it's different uh, every time you go there. You know, uh, we went up there twice last season. Uh, one time we were processed through the border in 20 minutes. One time, you know, it took about an hour. Uh, and then the same thing, but opposite coming back. You know, uh, it's just, it all depends on kind of. Uh, what's going on there at the at the time? What kind of agents you get? What they're looking for specifically? But um, you know, we we have an idea ahead of time uh, who's okay to travel, who's got their passports here with them, who <laughs> forgot their passport, and maybe we gotta <laughs> figure out something on the fly. Um, it is tricky. You know, it, it's a lot more tricky when we gotta make that uh, happen. But you know, we we uh, you know Mike Myers no stranger to this league. He's been around. It's not his first rodeo, and you know he's got a pretty good handle on how to handle it. Now, are some of the the team members actually like from? Uh, they're they're not exactly American citizens, Puerto Rico or Mexican or whichever. Yeah, so uh, we've got a few guys where maybe you've got dual citizenship, yeah. and we'll have a few of those guys this year in the roster. That that can be a little bit complicated. It's something we ran into briefly last year. It's nothing that can't be smoothed out. It's just one of those things that you know, the less time you spend at the border, the better. Yeah, you're spending your time with the Gophers all winter. Ouch, sounds a little bit Ouch. more Canadian. <laughs> Tanner Hoops, the voice of the Canaries. Now, Thursday, they, they can come out to the ballpark. Uh, the game's open at 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. game time at 4. What are they going to see? So, hopefully, we're going to see a win. I mean, we're going to have a lot of guys that are excited to be there. We're we're making it a point for fan interaction. That's something, in my opinion, we do better than anybody else. You know, we're, we're really proud to uh, represent the, the community of Sioux Falls. We love the fans here, and uh, we love interacting with them. So, you know, kids uh, hang over the railings. They're always going to be guaranteed to go home with an autograph. You know, we just we pride ourselves on that. And then there's going to be a lot of fun to be had at the ballpark this year. Of course, uh, Firework Fridays coming back, things like that. Um, you know, the, our promotion staff, going back to them, they just do a fantastic job. You never know, to be honest, what you're going to get there. And, you know, that's kind of what, what uh, I, I think is uh, the exciting part about it. Between Peep and KG and Harry Canary, you know, we, we've always got something fun going on. Um, so you can never really plan for what you're going to get on a given night. Uh, people can actually have, uh, you know, the mascots come out and and do things out in the community too yeah that the players do a lot in the community i have to say too uh that, that's part of being a player is is that uh community uh projects and they come out and sign you know autographs and that type of thing too uh they can look up on the uh, calendar and see maybe where some of those things are going to be happening yeah absolutely you know we're uh we're excited we again we pride ourselves on being able to get out there and be part of the community and again tip of the cap to whitney in our office she does a fantastic job uh getting all that coordinated and uh, getting everybody where they need to be well, the Canaries start Thursday all the way through Labor Day, I believe. And what? Uh, now, give us the, you know, when it possibly is going to rain. What is the process there? Well, we do have the uh, the turf field, which is, uh, you know, it helps in the sense that you get a rain delay. I know there's a lot of people who uh, maybe 
aren't fans of turf baseball fields, and you know some people love it. And in a lot of cases, like in uh, rain situations, it comes in handy. You know, with that uh, that turf, it dries so quickly and gives us an opportunity maybe to uh, get a game in, whereas other places you couldn't. You know, I remember last year when we were in Sioux City, I think in uh, June or July. You know, and it's an old natural grass field, and you know we were under rain delay for a couple of hours or so. Take the field, everybody's out there getting warm ups in, and all of a sudden I notice Sioux City's right fielder is just kind of walking off the field, or he's trying to walk off the field. The mud that's formed out there with the puddle is like quicksand and not letting him leave the field like it was kind of sucking him in like a horror movie almost. And, you know, I I get it where some people think that baseball should be played as it's supposed to on grass, you know, as as a lot of people say. But um, in those situations, we're really happy that we have our turf and uh, and excited about uh, the opportunities it gives us. Now, can you slide a little easier on on turf? You can, um, but you got to make sure that you're geared up properly for that. I played on the only high school baseball field at the time in the state of Iowa that had a turf infield. That's changed since then. But um, at the time, my high school baseball field was the only one in the state of Iowa. And let me tell you, if you're not covered, long sleeves, long pants, <laughs> you're going to get cut and you're going to get those turf seeds burrowing into the skin. It's not It's not fun at all. So got to make sure that you're covered, long sleeves, long pants. Do you wear different shoes? Uh, some guys do. Some guys do. It's all just kind of depends on what the player preference is. You know, I, there are certainly uh, uh, shoes, cleats that uh, are different on turf than they are natural grass. A lot of the guys are going to carry different sets, a uh, couple different pairs, uh, just for that reason. Well, some people sing the national anthem, and you have somebody there that uh, lines somebody up to sing the national anthem every night. How do they uh, get signed up for that? Yeah, so uh, that would be contacting the Canary's office, getting a hold of uh, some of our game day staff. And you know, our staff there is fantastic. They uh, will take great care of you. We always have somebody uh, that's, that's there and ready to help you, whether it's their department or not. And, uh, you know, we're always looking for people who are, uh, you know, looking to, you know, come out and uh, support us and be part of what we do. Well, the office has regular hours, don't they? Yeah. You can go to the window and, and knock on the window or knock, or, you know, the, the, it's Monday through Friday, kind of nine to five type of thing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we do have those regular hours, but I tell you what, a lot of those guys are going to be there until midnight, any given night. You know, they they just, everybody works so hard in that organization, the front office. I love our front office. We've got fantastic people out there, and uh, I'm just, they make my job, I think they make everyone's job a lot easier. Well, with all the home runs and everything, have anyone ever kept track of how many baseballs you go through in a season? Yeah, that would be a great question. That'd be something that you know I, I may have to check out with once we get back because uh, God, you, you got to imagine it's quite a few. You know, Jabari tied a franchise record I think last year. You know, we we go through quite a bit, and with the team that we've got this year, we're expecting the ball to be flying out. Now, with all the different uh, ballparks, Sioux Falls is uh, an easy or hard place to do home runs. For sure, this would be one of the easiest places. You know, this is a very hitter friendly ballpark i would say uh it's up there maybe chicago's another one that uh could could be considered maybe the most hitter friendly a lot of our guys like hitting in lincoln you know it's not necessarily a uh a hitter friendly ballpark but it's not a pitcher's friendly ballpark either it's just one that they really like that it's a college field down there they share it with the u of nebraska uh just a, a lot of our guys like that for whatever reason when i've asked what's your favorite away ballpark uh but as far as being the most hitter friendly ballpark you know, this is right up there. There's only a couple others that maybe could hold a candle to us. One thing about baseball is is the kids. Mm-hmm. There's kids out there in, in you know, the outfield waiting to get a ball hit. To, they got their gloves on. Uh, the ball hits into the, uh, you know, one area, and all the kids run over there trying to get the ball. Um, there's something 
you know, you can come out there and the kids can wear themselves out. Absolutely they can. So mom, dad, you're looking at maybe for a night out or a way to get a good night's sleep. Wear the kids uh, out. Perfect way to do it. Absolutely. Now, where's the best place do you think that uh, is the best place to see? Actually, all the seats are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Which one would you prefer? Well, I, I love my seat. I wouldn't give my seat mm-hmm. up for anything high atop Sioux Falls Stadium. Uh, but really, there's not a bad place in the house. You know, with our uh, Legends Club area, the Diamond Club, uh, I, I love the party deck. You know, if if I had my choice, I'm getting a night off. Uh, it's not going to happen. But if I'm getting a night off this season, I'm probably heading out to the right field party deck. You know, you've got the bar out there. You've got a, a special exclusive food options, what have you. Uh, right field party deck, I know, is a popular place. You can catch a home run ball out there and, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a couple of you guys. You're going to bring your glove this time? You What's almost- that? Almost had a ball hit the uh, Almost did, yes. Yeah. We've had a couple, and I, I still think I'm going to get one. Uh, I've only had one ball during my career coming to the booth, and that was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Uh, but we came close a couple of times. And, you know, we did do a game last year over in Lake Country, the newest expansion team from last year, uh, where the ball didn't go into my booth because it didn't exist over there, but uh, did go into the home radio booth up there. And uh, our colleague at the time uh, did make a nice play on that. Tanner Hoops, voice of the Canaries, Thursday starting uh, Thursday afternoon, game time, 4 o'clock. Okay, give us your your spiel to come to the ballpark. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going to be an organization that not only prides ourselves on what we put on the field, but off the field as well. We're going to have fun between innings. We're going to have great food specials. Uh, Jess came in. uh, She's our new chef from last season, and she was outstanding. I I heard nothing but good things and compliments on the concession upgrades, and she's up in her game this season. So we're really excited about that. Um, Let me tell you, if you're going on a diet this summer like I have been, um, it's a bad place for you to be. But, you know, you got to make an exception every once in a while. Tanner Hoops, Voice of the Canaries, starting Thursday. We want to thank you for being with us on Forum. I appreciate you, John. Thank you.